Hi there. Hey, my name is Christopher Perry. I am the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is episode 420 of the uh, WCHL podcast. And on the other end of the telephone, it's my very best friend in all the world, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the masses. Hello, everybody. What do you think about that? It's it's episode 420. 420. We've, uh, we've, been, bus- we've been busy. Really? <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah. Oh boy. Someone someone told me that we ought to uh, just skip this one all together and go to 421. <laughs> he, he said that we ought to we ought to uh, go past episode 420 and uh, talk to some of the folks uh, from Colorado. And I said, oh, that's not fair. <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll pass. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's hear some crunchy guitar, and then we'll uh, come back and we'll let's talk about the games that were and. Um, we're kind of done for 2019, at least in terms of games, but not the podcast. I, I'm yeah, sorry to disappoint. We'll, <laughs> We're yeah, still going to we'll, do the we'll, podcast. Yeah, we'll keep boring people. All right, hold on. Here's some crunchy guitar. Andrew, episode 420. You know, if I was a stoner, I would have an awful lot of stuff to say about this, but I'm not a stoner. Yeah, um, no. it's not my it's not my gig. Yeah, not my gig either. Anytime anybody uh you know, anytime anybody gets around me and they, they start smoking or doing something, I, I you know, I always hear that and then you know what it's immediately followed by? <laughs> the munchies. No. <coughs> There we go. There you go. I mean, I like come it. on. I hear that, and I'm like, wait a second. Come on. Why in the world would you subject yourself to do all that kind of stuff? If all you're going to do is tear your core up by coughing your brains out. Yeah, not my gig. You no, know, that's me just being a judgmental old man, so uh, <laughs> whatever. Get off my lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. You know, um, uh, we usually uh, have have our, our gritches and stuff at, at the at the uh, beginning. I mean, at the end of the podcast. But I got one here just at the beginning, and I want you to keep me on my on my toes, okay? And this is one. This isn't an official gritch, okay. but at a game that I was at on Thursday night, I got pulled aside by somebody who you know very well. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, Perry, uh, you need to really cheer up on the podcast. You're kind of a downer." <laughs> <laughs> so it, i don't it, know who it is i'm not sure who it is but i like the person All yeah right. well he had a score sheet in his hand is who it is okay you know exactly uh, who it was yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. turd <laughs> anyway so if you hear me getting down on my dauber or getting down on the dumps i want you to just call a timeout really quick and say hey perry come on cheer up I could, I can do that. Just another <laughs> excuse to uh, bust on you a little bit, right? <laughs> I got a kick out of that. I thought, boy, I didn't realize I was so depressing. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, hey, speaking of depressing, let's uh, let's get started with some non-conference games that, that just happened in the WCHL. Um, and uh, let's start in Springfield, Missouri, where the depressing thing was uh, the res- the game results. Yikes. The gamer. Yeah. 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 That, that I think that calls for some of your oh hey, hold on you, you got to give me some got to give me some heads up there hold on <laughs> jeez I just can't do it all right here we go 
Uh, let, let's restart that. Okay, hey, let's all think about the games in Missouri State this past weekend. There you go. See? Yeah. What? Man. What in the world happened at Missouri State? Now, that was my question. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, I mean, Missouri State gets uh, waxed. Uh, seven to two on Friday night at the Jordan Valley Ice Park, and then uh, the, the next night, uh, five to two by a new Division One team this year, Maryville University, coached by John Hogan, a former University of Arizona Wildcat. It's his. Uh, this is the second year of the program's existence at Maryville. Last year they played Division Two, and full disclosure, I am also the commissioner of the conference that Maryville happens to play in, so. Um, it was a win-win if you look at it from that perspective, but uh, yeah. boy, from Missouri State's perspective, which was, you know, yeah, uh, how we're looking at it here on the podcast. Holy smokes! Yeah, Friday night was rough. They were down five nothing in the second period. Five nothing in they... the third period, Andrew. Yep, yep. And then Missouri State comes out and scores a couple goals to get on the board, but yeah, and ultimately ended up losing seven to two. They scored. Missouri state was down five to nothing going into the third. Hunter Cooley scored like, I don't know, 10, 20 seconds into the third period. And Nikita Solnikov playing his first game back in about, I don't know, four or five weeks. Yeah. He's been out for a while. Yeah. He, he scored a goal like a minute later. So next thing you know, it's a five to two game and you're thinking, woohoo, here's one of those uh, patented Missouri state comebacks. Yep. And to Maryville's credit, uh, the Saints, they just uh, kept pounding away, pounding away, and they uh, uh, they held off Missouri State, and they got a, uh, a couple of late goals to make a, uh, make the, the game 7-2 to two was the final. Yeah, what a schlacking. Ooh, ooh, kind of rough, kind of rough. Kinda, yeah, kind of rough. Not what we expected. We expected Missouri State to go in and uh, take care of business and come out with two victories, but... yeah. But you know what? Hey, good for uh, changing gears a little bit. Good for good for Coach Hogan up there at Maryville. You know, this is two two big wins for him in a when I would consider a very well respected team in Missouri State. And he yep. rolls into town and and takes two wins. So so nothing against Missouri State, but good for Maryville, right? And good for Coach Hogan. Yeah, yeah. John is a uh, he's a friend and he's a he's a good guy. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um. Because uh, I've geez, I've been talking to John now for years ever since he was playing at Arizona State he was he was always kind of the lost Hogan right everyone <laughs> everyone uh talked about his brother Toppy because yep. Toppy would put the pucks in the net but nobody uh recognized that John was the guy feeding him all those pucks and uh, uh so I get a kick out of John but during the uh during the game broadcast on Friday there's uh, uh Steve Kasson from um from the uh, Missouri State broadcast team at uh, Web Sports Radio Live, he interviewed Coach Hogan during the first intermission. And I thought, oh, well, that's kind of cool. And so second intermission comes along, and I'm just piddling around the house. I've got it on the big screen. And damned if they didn't replay me, I hear my voice coming out of there. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, what, is, what is this? Yeah, wait a second. I'm sitting here walking around in, in Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> what in the world is going on? And it was, uh, they had replayed my uh my interview from uh, when I was up there for the uh, for Missouri State. So I mean oh, for boy. Arizona State, yeah. So. Talk about something that should probably be filed away in the lost articles, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, anyways, that was a shock, and uh, so that was that was a so it was a two shock kind of kind of game there. Maryville beating Missouri State seven to two, and then boy, they followed it up the next day with a, uh, a five to two win over okay. uh, Missouri State. Came came right back at him, right? Came right, but jumped out at him um, uh, early, 
got, uh, you know, the thing on Friday night was Missouri, uh, uh, Maryville scored like 17 seconds into the game. Boom. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're down one to nothing. I think the whole place just went into shock. At least for the first, I don't know, 10 minutes or so on Saturday, um, it was a 0-0 game, but um, Maryville uh, cracked it, uh, got the, got rid of the goose egg and got on the board in the first period with a, a power play goal and did the same thing in the second period. And, um, you know, it, it got kind of close there uh, when I think it was early in the third when yeah, Missouri State. 3-2. Yeah, 3-2. 3-2, two. Two. Two, yep. 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 And then, uh, you know, Maryville gets a goal late in the uh, game, and then they get another empty netter, and boom, that that 3-2 game all of a sudden became a 5-2 game, and the sweep was on, and Missouri State uh, ends the the semester, you know, on kind of a bummer. Well, yeah, kind of a sour note. But, but hey, with Maryville, you know, we – we talked about it. They played UCO tight at the beginning of the season. They did, yeah. And played them right up halfway through the third period, really. And then they then they came to OU and played OU on on a Friday Saturday, and played OU to a couple of tight games, if I remember right. So you know they may not be they may not be far off up there at Maryville. You know, here's here's the funny thing. We're sitting here recording this podcast on a Monday night, and uh, I don't know. You guys probably just heard the ding off of my telephone, and uh, that was Coach Hogan. Uh, text to me so uh, that's that's how much he and I we we, we talk on uh, quite a bit yeah so anyways uh, anything else to uh, anything else to to wrap up there on Missouri State nah, I bet those fine folks would appreciate it if we just moved on that's true that's true it's gonna stink um, and um, yeah let's move on all right um, and let's uh, keep I, I guess the other kind of uh, 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 depressing thing. It, it wasn't the uh, it wasn't the game results, but boy, it was kind of something that I ended up. It's tangentially related to me, but Arizona State went down to Tucson and uh, played Arizona for a pair of games. Yep. And the uh, depressing thing is uh, the the tether that's tying this in terms of our theme, if that's our theme today, depression. Um, <laughs> since I need to cheer up, apparently, is. Um, Man, I screwed up big time. I thought these were conference games. I could have sworn these were conference games. Non, but, uh, non-conference games. No, but they are not conference games. And uh, so I had to issue some corrections um, in terms of standings and stuff and uh, talk to both who, coaches. And and who caught it? Um, let's just say it was a... Uh, it was a friend of the program. It was the friend of our <laughs> podcast program. Who had, had, a, had to gently remind me. Well, we only have 11 of them. Apparently. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I had to get on the horn really quick with both head coaches and uh, set that straight. And they, they both, they were both aware that, uh, that it was a screw up, but they weren't going to embarrass me. So yeah, you know, nice, yeah. nice, nice guys. They're great guys. They're both yeah. great guys, but uh, yeah, boy, that was my screw up. So I, 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 I I was not looking forward to uh, Sunday once I figured it out. I was like, oh, God, Chris, boy, you screwed that one up big time. But, hey, <laughs> anyways, Arizona State goes down to the Dirty T and plays uh, Arizona. So that's number 15 at number 5. And, boy, Friday night was a hell of a game. A 2-2 two to two game late in the third period goes to overtime, and Zach Kowalchuk scores on a power play goal. A four-on-three power play to uh, uh, win the game for the Sun Devils. And I, I don't know, Andrew, if you saw that game or not, or if you saw a highlight of it, but 
<laughs> I'm sure Arizona didn't think it was funny, but I sure did. Uh, Kowalchuk uh, scores the goal. Everybody kind of mobs him, and he runs away from the mob, and they skate right off the ice. <laughs> I nice. mean, in 10 seconds, the entire ASU team was gone and off the ice, and they were celebrating there. in the room. They were, they were there for business. Holy smokes. Couldn't believe it. They were there for business. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, you know, after this weekend, Arizona State's kicking themselves, wishing that these were uh, conference games, right? Well, yeah, they're kicking. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. They're probably kicking me. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah, it does, it doesn't take, all. It, yeah, it doesn't take away from the wins in the, in the nope. computer rankings at all. But, um, uh, yeah, what a, it was a, it was a tight game. And what, what happened, there was a, a, a late penalty, a late five-minute major taken by number 12 from Arizona, uh, Chris Wesselin. He got a, a major for a check from behind and a game misconduct. And that penalty, that major, carried over into overtime. Yep. And so they had the – I think they had two and a half minutes left on uh, – yeah, uh, looking, looking at the score sheet, it had been about two and a half minutes or so. Okay. And uh, that's all they needed, boy. Four on three, and you know Arizona State has that. Uh, they 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 got a couple of kids. Yeah, uh, the Florida Blackie Studioso and all those kids. Yeah. Yeah. So you put eleven and nineteen out there with a defenseman and someone that can boom the shot like Kowalchuk can, and uh, and that was all she wrote. Yep. The most impressive stat of the night is Arizona State goes three for three on the power play. You know, I, I kind of blame you for that, Andrew, because earlier this year, you were you were lauding the fact that they hadn't had a Arizona hadn't had a power play goal scored against them, but well, for Arizona, once, yeah, Arizona and OU were were long into the season before they started giving up power play goals. And here you go, three for three, huh? It's a it's a theme here for the weekend. Oh no, oh no. Well, uh, the next day at uh, the TCC. Um, on Saturday night, it was a, uh, uh, it was once again, uh, an Arizona state victory at Arizona. It's kind of wild. Um, ASU wins the game four to two and, um, you know, uh, it, it kind of, it had, had kind of flashbacks or I don't know. It kind of looked a little bit like that Missouri state Maryville game because ASU jumped out early three to nothing or I shouldn't say early, Arizona jumped out to a 3 to nothing lead, and then Arizona scores a couple of goals to tighten it up, and you're thinking, uh-oh, yeah. they're going to get it. And then, um, nope. Uh, late, w- late in the third, they score again. Yeah, and, and it was Studioso once again who yep. uh, comes through. That 6-11-19 line uh, came through again for ASU and just uh, put the game away 4-2. to two. And then they, here again, they go 2-3 for three on the power play. Arizona State did. So. Oh, wow. The total of five of six on the power play, which is absolutely shocking because Arizona has been absolutely stingy on the PK this year up to this point. And then Arizona State rolls in and goes five of six on them. So that was that's what stood out to the most to me on the weekend was just just the special teams play. What is what is five of six in terms of percentage? That's going to be like an 82, 83 percent success rate. Yep. Ouch. Ouch. 80. 83% they were firing on the power play. Here. Look at that. Eight. See, I'm, quick math right off the top of my head. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> very, very nice. Well, it's, um, yeah, so those were not uh, conference games. Um, it's kind of wild. Arizona and Arizona State play eight, a total of eight times. They play twice in Tempe and then six times down in Tucson. 
And the two games in Tempe are automatically called, we automatically consider them conference games. And then what I do is I, uh, I asked the head coach at Arizona, I said, okay, which of these three weekends do you want to consider your, uh, to be your conference games? And last year, last season, they took the December weekend as conference games. And so that's what, that's where the confusion happened with me. And yeah. um, uh, so, but it was this season when they, when that, when that uh, time for election came up, um, they chose to take the games that they're going to play in late February. In fact, I think it's the last games of the season, February 28, 29. Yeah, putting some weight on those games. And- yeah. So um, anyway, yeah. so that was, that was my screw up, my fault. And uh, as you say, I guess it's good for, uh, Arizona that they weren't conference games, but uh, yeah, bad that Arizona they ended up Dawson. losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a you know Arizona State's probably wishing that they had those as conference games now, and uh, yeah, not taking anything away from it, like you said, and and good for Arizona State. They they came in and took care of business. Yeah, yeah. You know what that means? They they're probably thinking that the uh, they're probably thinking that the old commissioner over here was. You know, celebrating a little too early. You know, yeah, some 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 home brewing going on. Celebrating a little, uh, uh, yeah, home brewing or a little episode <laughs> four twenty just a little early apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I felt felt terrible, but uh, hey, what can you do? Yeah, no, no doubt that the commissioner in this league is one hundred percent Arizona State homer. But you know, that's, I, I, that's I, a that's that's for a different time, right? <laughs> I, I got I got told uh, over the weekend. In fact, I got told there was a young man who was flying back from uh, from England. He was paying attention to our games, um, <laughs> uh, the WCHL games, and he. Uh, listens to the podcast and he, he accused uh, me in Arizona state of having uh, some sort of a love affair. And uh, <laughs> he, he was calling Arizona state, my BFFs <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, um, he said uh, uh, that I want to have like all of their babies. And, <laughs> and I just thought to myself, you c- c- couldn't we keep you back? That guy, couldn't we keep him out of the country? I don't even know who he is, but I want to meet the guy. He's I love the guy already. <laughs> he was busting on me from afar. I love it already. Oh, what a what a so yeah, whatever. I love it already. And yeah. I didn't realize my body of work, the rumors that I've been spreading have has gone so wide. You know, <laughs> that kind of makes me feel good. It kind of makes me feel bad. You're more effective than I thought you would be. Yeah, I like it. I yeah, like it. Whatever. All right, so hey, those were the uh, two sets of non-conference games, but then we had some conference games to uh, to play. Um, we had one game up in Boulder on Friday night. Uh, Colorado State went down to the CU Rec Center, and they took on uh, our tribal uh, Colorado. Colorado's having a tough season, Andrew. Yeah, Colorado's up against it this year. And I think they won one game, and that was a game at Missouri State. Um, yep. They've had some big leads. And um, giving them up, wasn't it? To your Oklahoma Sooners, weren't they killing Oklahoma? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they had them. It was kind of back and forth, if I remember right, wasn't it? And then uh, OU finally got them in a shootout. Yeah, it was. So kind of, it wasn't back and forth. It was like they had them down like five to one, and OU had to score with like seconds yeah, left. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they, they got them, them in a shootout. Colorado's they just snake bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's. What about? 
what a deal. They're just snake bit. So, uh, anyways, CSU and CSU's got a, a little bit of a, a good season going. I mean, they're doing okay. Um, they could stand to win some more games. Yep. Yep. Both, both of these teams finding a little bit of offense would go along. Yeah. For, for both of these teams. I mean, one goal apiece through regulation. I mean, that's, that's, that's rough to, that's a rough go right there. Well, that's how this thing ended up. It was uh, one goal apiece, as Andrew said, through regulation, uh, Colorado state scores first in the first period, uh, Nathan Sapita scores for the Buffs in the second period. Boy, he was having a really good game for the Buffs. Um, one of their better players, Sapita uh, is. And then, um, uh, but it goes to overtime. And boy, just when you're thinking it's going to go to a shootout, I had my little cheat sheet out ready to go just in case the scorekeeper didn't get it right. Uh, little Sam Cote, number eight, for CSU. Uh, scores for CSU with like 40 seconds to go in overtime. And uh, CSU walks out of the Boulder Rec Center with a 2-1 to win. Just like that. Yep, just like that. The funny thing was I was watching the game um, on Friday night, and uh, the the poor Colorado broadcaster, you know, I, I gave them credit earlier in the year because they've got this neat little thing where you can Venmo tips yeah, to them can... on their screen. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just think is insane. It's insanely brilliant. I just think that's, I mean, if, if we could figure out how to get tips through this podcast, I'd do it. Um, you know, and you can, it, it's kind of neat because you can say things, you know, you can donate a penny and you can say, woohoo, go, go buffs or, you know, go Rams or whatever. And, um, I, and if you want to give more money, you know, via Venmo, you can do that. Well, uh, so I gave them credit for, for coming up with that little thing, but boy, the kid, he was struggling and um, uh, uh, he was calling Avery McDonald, who was in net for the uh, for the Rams all night long. He called him Joe Morgan. If he called it, if he called him Joe Morgan once, he called him Joe Morgan a hundred times during the broadcast. It was insane. I was like, dude, it says it right there on the back of his on his nameplate, McDonald. Yeah, figure yeah. it out. Figure it out. Yeah, that's the thing. Whenever I. That's most. That's probably the thing I'm most self conscious about. If I if I have to get on the PA for an OU game or something like that is, and even on here, right? And when we mentioned kids, like I want to get the names right or as close to right as we possibly can. Just don't want to disagree, anybody, right? Yep. Yep. And yeah, so you, you got to figure out who's playing and who's in net and vice versa. You know what I wrote that off to? Yeah, I figure that kid. <laughs> He must have been uh, partaking up there at Boulder. Can you see we got a little theme not, going here for episode 420? Not, not up there, you don't think, do you? <laughs> uh, maybe. So yeah, they had a good little crowd, which is uh, good for the Boulder Rec Center. That place is uh, it's a it's a nice little rink. And, Great little uh, place. Yeah, I mean it's kind of hard to find once you're once you're up there but uh once you're there it's a nice little rink it's cold as heck it's not as cold as oceanside but boy it's cold and uh they had they had the place packed they even had dancers over there andrew really every now and then the cameraman when he wasn't stoned and calling uh uh mcdonald morgan the whole night long they would he would uh pan to the left and he'd get a, a view of the dancers which was uh i'm in well hey you know it was it was okay it was okay. <laughs> so, but here, this is a point where I need to cheer up, right? He, yeah, they, they did, yeah, they did yeah. a great Come job. They did yeah. a great job. 
All right. Well, hey, good for uh, CSU. They they take the game, uh, the first of three games against uh, the Buffs this season. They're supposed to play four, but as I said earlier on an, on an earlier edition of the podcast, the fourth game was uh, scheduled to be at the uh, Pepsi Center, the downtown arena in Denver that the Colorado Avalanche play in. And unfortunately, the uh, people that run the Pepsi Center, they wanted, uh, they're, they're very good, and I'm, I'm, this is not me ragging on them. They, we just couldn't get things together in terms of a calendar. They wanted yeah. the teams to come in on a Tuesday and play. And, you know, they, they're not necessarily thinking about kids in school. They're thinking yeah. kids will trip over themselves to come play in the big NHL arena. And the kids were like, yeah. man, I got to play in school. I mean, I got yeah. to deal with school and classes. Sometimes, sometimes when you're dealing with those big arenas and stuff like that, they think they're a little bit holier than now and have a little more power than what they really should, right? Uh, you're saying that, not and, me. Yeah, I, I've, I've been there, done that, and I can, I can speak from experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just didn't work out. So this is the, they're only playing each other once this season, uh, this semester. And uh, at the end of next semester, uh, they'll play a home-and-home home series. The first game will be, I believe the first game will be well, I don't know when it's going to be. They'll play a game at the Boulder Rec Center and a game at Epic up in the fort. And so they'll get back. They'll play three or four, uh, three games instead of four this season. Awesome. So, all right, Andrew, now let's get to the, uh, I know this is the one you've been waiting on. Uh, Oklahoma and Central Oklahoma played on a Thursday, Friday. And um, in, in fact, if my memory serves, let's reflect back to last uh, podcast that, that you and I were on. You predicted a clean sweep for the central Oklahoma Broncos that, that I did. That I, did. I, I have to ask before we get into the, the game results, did you catch any hell from the people at Oklahoma? Uh, you know, what, whatever those guys say as I'm walking around goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> they don't listen to the podcast. Come on. We know better. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, what they say, goes in one ear out the other. They're so bunch, in other words, a bunch of ding dongs. <laughs> so in other words, they did give you grief. Someone did listen to the podcast and 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 was giving you a a, a hard time. Yeah, yeah, they they tried give they tried to give me a hard time and razz on me and all that, and I just told them to prove me wrong. <laughs> so, so that's you know, what this so. is. This was reverse psychology. Ah, it may, it may have been. It may oh, have been. Nice. I, may, I may have pulled a fast one on you. Who knows? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, hang on. Thursday night. Um, boy, it was a heck of a game. The Blazers Ice Center was packed. Andrew himself, he was, you were not on the microphone, but you were not. running the music and you did yep. a semi good job of it. Yeah. I thought the music was on point. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the music was too damn loud is what the music was. Oh, I know you sound like everybody else. Well, because it was, I mean, oh, we don't, we don't go to pay good money to watch a game and have our ears bleed. Oh, you sound like, you sound like the rest of the old people. <laughs> And then, and then what's worse is you give up control of the music uh, to the players during warmups, so they play some industrial like metal grinding and. Uh, oh yeah, and, now that stuff that stuff is awful, and oh. I let them know that on a daily basis every time I have to listen to it. Oh, it's beeps and boops and blips and hoops and. Yeah, that's you know that sound, techno that techno crap. That's what they're into though. So it, I, it sounds like someone's in my car, my my automatic my <laughs> yeah. my. My standard transmission, and they're just grinding the gears on yeah, the thing, I, trying to get out of my driveway. Yeah, no, I I hate that stuff, but oh. that's, that's that's what the kids like, so that's what they get. All right, well, Oklahoma jumped out uh, to a uh, one to nothing lead in the first period, and um, Central tied it in the uh, before the period was up. Yeah, late in the first. Yep. 
Uh, UCO then takes a uh, – uh, they take the lead in the second period. Oklahoma comes back and ties it up. So we go into the third period, and, um, man, it went deep. It went deep. In, yes, uh, it did. I mean, by that time, I was standing over by the Zamboni doors trying to – I was ready for a overtime and a shootout so that I could make a clean, quick break for it, get to my car and get out. And number 23, Scott Joy, comes down on the left side and just rips one. Short yep. side, pass, past yeah, Alex great. Henry, with 18.5 seconds left to go in the game. In Oklahoma, surprisingly, Andrew's reverse psychology worked. Oklahoma walks out of there with a 3-2 to two victory. Yeah, I thought the I thought the big story of the night was the goaltenders and the way they both played. Henry and Alex Henry and Phil Babb, you know, I thought they both stood on their heads at times and, and really kind of stole the show for the most part. You know, there was... There's a lot of big hits and a lot of back and forth passing and and so forth so on. But all right, this game very easily could have been a six five, a five four, something like that. But I thought both of those kids stood on their heads Friday night and and played a superb game. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I did too. I thought Henry in particular was uh, was very very good, flashing the leather uh, a number of times on. Uh, uh, just letting everyone know that he does indeed have a glove, and it's uh, pretty quick and pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty slick. Two, di- two different style of goaltenders, and it's fun to watch them go battle it out. And we've watched them battle it out a lot here over the past couple of years. Yep, two two different styles, right? Henry's kind of just cool and calm back there, and and then Bab on the other end is kind of lives on the edge a little bit, and kind of gives you a heart attack at times, right? When you're when you're watching him. He yeah. is he is all over the place. But they're they're both fun to watch play, that's for sure. Yeah, well, in central Oklahoma, I, I told somebody before the game that, uh, you know, it's a rivalry game, so it's probably going to be pretty close. But if uh, I, I thought, and this is, this is just me, I thought that if central Oklahoma just used their skill and their speed, I mean, I thought they could just take over the game. And um, it turned out to be a rivalry game, a bunch of penalties, not not much, but I mean, you know, a bunch of coincidental type things. Um, you know, I think there were like, what, five minors each or four minors each. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it didn't really get out of hand till about, what, midway, three fourths way through the second period when a couple couple rough, rough plays and, and some questionable plays and all that but yeah for the most part i thought it was pretty much in check for the whole evening i thought the officials did a good job and um uh, of, of maintaining things and maintaining the, the calm for the most part and um it, it could have turned into a gong show but it didn't and yep. uh yeah anyways oklahoma snuck one out surprisingly yep. yeah both both fast physical teams i had the pleasure of getting ribbed and made fun of by a former UCO hockey player who is uh, probably best friends with the current Oklahoma coach (laughs) who let me know that there's a new sheriff in town. And this was not the uh, same Oklahoma team from a couple of years ago um, that would have, you know, laid down and, uh, um, you know, uh, keeled over in the face of adversity with central Oklahoma. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think in, in not ringing any bells, I think, I think Josh has done a, Good job with the program for for being here for one year, and then this being his second. I think he's got it on the right track to going back to where it used to be, right? Well, let's hope so. I mean, let's yeah. hope so. I mean, because uh, where it used to be was pretty damn good. Yep, yeah. But I then, think, I, uh, but then I'm biased. Yeah, you know, a little biased there, but yeah. No, I think I think they're headed in the right direction. Well, it's um, it's it's. Uh, 
you know, for, for a while, when that rivalry first started, it was uh, lopsided all in Oklahoma's favor, and then the worm kind of turned, and it was lopsided all in central Oklahoma's favor. And now it seems as if it's a little bit more even, you yeah. know, even, uh, even Steven. And so uh, the, the thing I liked about it, and this is just me, and this is me being politically correct, uh, warning in advance, I like the fact that the place was full. And for the most part, I thought that everybody, and I'm not just talking about on the ice, I thought everybody off the ice in terms of the fan bases seemed to get along. Um, And that's just me. Yeah. Now, I was not at the Friday night game up in Edmond. Um, That was a 4-1 to uh, Central Oklahoma win over Oklahoma, and Central just came out and... What jumped out to a three to nothing lead um, uh, early? I shouldn't say early in the game. They had a three to nothing lead. I think Oklahoma finally scored somewhere in the second period. Yeah, they were one nothing through the first, and then uh, they scored two quick goals in the middle of the middle of the second. And it got uh, it did you know the uh, uh, it did get kind of uh, uh, a touch and go. There was uh, um, the officials. Um, I'm not going to say they lost control because they didn't lose control, but it was on the verge of losing control there on Friday night. Yeah, um, it was. At one point, the officials were calling uh, some rough play that had happened down in front of the uh, Oklahoma net uh, this, during the second period. And uh, while they were busy trying to figure out what they were going to call, um, the two goaltenders were talking to one another and uh, skated to, out to their respective blue lines and almost went at it. Yeah, and that's the and that's the thing that kind of puts a puts a, a black eye on the weekend, right? Is you know we come off Thursday night, we had a good good hard fought hockey game, and then we get into Friday night, and it it kind of turns into a circus show for a little while. And that's yep. yep. Thursday was a hell of a game. Yeah, Thursday was a great game, I thought, and and, and both teams could have and should have played like that again on Friday and everybody would have been happy with it. But instead it kind of turns into a little bit of a circus there for a little bit until the referees got it under control. Yep. Well, Friday, Friday was, Friday was still a good game for the most part. It was just, there were, as you said, there were just flashes instead of being 60 minutes of, uh, of, of good solid hockey. It was, you know, 55 minutes with a, a minute here and a minute there and the second and third sprinkled in where everyone decided to become idiots. Yep. And, um, so, uh, but anyways, Hey, it, uh, it, it all worked out. And, um, oh, so central Oklahoma, uh, gets, uh, their split. They, uh, defend home turf. It's kind of wild on this, on this podcast. Uh, last week, Andrew, we said that Oklahoma tends to play well at central Oklahoma's home rink and central Oklahoma tends to play well at Oklahoma's home rink. And boy, they did the exact opposite. You know what I've determined? I, I was predicted that i just think we're just going to quit making predictions because every time we say something on here <laughs> they do the, the complete opposite happens right <laughs> <laughs> well hey uh well if that's the case then i hope santa does not bring me any money for christmas i know right nor does he bring me uh any any uh electronics or i hope he just brings me lumps of coal for christmas i know right everything we say tends to go just the opposite on us <laughs> there we go <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. So, uh, so I wasn't at the uh, Friday night game, Andrew, because um, I had I had had a long day at work. I was just pooped. I was, yeah. and I figured I could watch that game on the on the TV, as well as the Colorado State and Arizona series. Um, what, what what was your excuse? 
I had a seventh birthday party, seven-year-old birthday party to attend at the house here. <laughs> Did you get invited or were you throwing it? Was this like one of your buddies who's seven years old? Yeah, it was one of my buddies. No, it was, it was pretty much, it was either life or death. It was either I can go to the hockey rink and watch a hockey game on Friday night mm -hmm. and not live to tell about it. <laughs> Or I can live to tell about the hockey game that I watched on my phone and or heard rumors about and talk about it. So so, so here I am talking about it. You chose life. Yeah, I did. There you go. I like it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, anything else to, uh, to, to uh, bring up regarding uh, the Central Oklahoma-Oklahoma series split this past weekend? No, I think we, I think we beat that dead horse right there. Yeah, we did. We did. So, hey, there we go. Seven games down, seven games in the books, and we are officially done for the fall 2019 semester. Let's take That's a, uh, isn't it crazy? It seems like it just started. That's crazy. This has been a fun, this has been a fun semester to cover right here. Let's, uh, let's hear a little bit of Slapshot, and then we'll, uh, we'll come back and we'll talk standings, rankings, three stars, and a little bit more. Sound good? Sounds like a plan. Slashing is, um, like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, there's a penalty for that? Yeah. Uh, and for a trip also, you know? Oh. Like that, and mm -hmm. for hook, like this, mm -hmm. and uh, for spear, you know? Like that. Mm -hmm. All bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know? Uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you get free. There you go, Andrew. You feel shame, and then you get free. That's right. That's what? how. That's how it goes down. What a deal! All right. Well, you know what this means. It's time for Andrew's three stars of the week. So oh, I, I'm going to dazzle you here. Oh boy, you're going to dazzle me, huh? Yeah, I love that? it. I love it. That's how you, so that's how you view things on an upbeat matter, right there. You say I'm going <laughs> to dazzle you. <laughs> I love it. So we're gonna we're gonna coach you up here. So next week you're more dazzling and upbeat for us. How about that? <laughs> I love it. So in other words, um, I just need to pay attention and listen to what Andrew has to say. That's right. All right, Andrew. You know what I think. I think you've been smoking a little too much of that wacky stuff here for episode 420. Oh, my goodness. All right. Sock it to me there. Here. Andrew's three stars of the week, so let's get to it. Number three. Number three from the University of Central Oklahoma, the goaltender, Alex Henry. Really? Seven, he faced 75 shots, made 71 saves for a 94.6 save percentage on the weekend you know what i mean uh we we he's i'm impressed number one andrew as as an oklahoma person i'm impressed that you're giving props to a central oklahoma person i didn't know you had it in you but it's the christmas season i oh, guess yeah. I, I guess you're handing out gifts all around 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just feeling real jolly here. Well, let's. I mean, but let's give credit where it's due. For all but 18.5 seconds, the kid was a stud in that for 120 minutes. Yeah, yeah, and that and that Thursday goal, he didn't stand a chance. I mean, nobody was going to save that. It was a nice little pass across the slot, and Scott Joey buried it. So I mean. Nobody was, nobody was going to stop that one if you watched it on film again. Uh, he just uh, it looked like he was kind of cheating off the post a little bit, thinking it was going to get centered. But uh, I, I like Alex. He's a great kid. We're going to try to have him here on the podcast uh, once finals are over. Uh, and if I can get him away from his handler, um, who is like a, like, a, like a pit bull, I think she thinks yeah. that yeah. I'm going to, um, you know, get his phone number or something and write it on a bathroom stall or something. Holy smokes. Uh, yeah. She's very protective of him. Work, working on those knots, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> man, I, you, yeah. I, I'm going to get in so much trouble. And so are you. So are That's you. All right. All right so on. number three, Alex Henry, well-deserved. He probably deserves more than number three, but yeah, very well-deserved. Well, okay. I don't know. All right. So star number two from Arizona state university, Mr. Bronson Moore. Really? He faced 80 shots on the weekend, made 76 saves for a 95% save percentage. There you go. And he got so, uh, 60 minutes in like 40 seconds of action. Yep. So he, he nudged Alex Henry out on the save percentage there by just a hair. Henry and then more. All yep. right. And then... Number one. Number one. Sticking true to what the commissioner says with Arizona State's Clayton Lackey producing five assists on the weekend. Jeez. He had two assists on Friday, I believe, and three on Saturday, or vice versa. I don't have the, <laughs> I don't have the, I don't have the score sheet in front of me. I went through it earlier. <laughs> I, are, I like that. Other? Yeah, the other? <laughs> he yeah, had a goal me, or an assist, or vice versa. Yeah, let me look on here real quick. I looked it up earlier. <laughs> Impressive, Andrew. I like it. <laughs> So Clayton, yeah. La- Clayton two, Lackey. Yep. Yeah. What did I say? Two assists on Friday, three on Saturday. I think that's what I said originally. So five. So he had an impact on five of the seven goals. In other words. Yeah. So he was. He was. Everything went through him this weekend up there. You know, we're going to get accused. That that person at Missouri State who was sitting behind me, and when they pumped the podcast, he goes, "Ah, it's all about Oklahoma." Now we're going to get <laughs> accused of all. Oh, it's all about Arizona State. Hey, there. You gotta nothing wrong with that. You gotta. They're they're hot and they're producing, so you know you got to take notice, right? So, star number three, Alex Henry from UCO. Star number two, Bronson Moore from Arizona State, and star number one, Clayton Lackey, number nineteen from Arizona State. Yep. And then honorations are going to go to ASU's Brendan Studioso with a goal and three assist. Yep. And then I'm going to throw a little bit of bone to one of the OU kids, Jared, only because he's been. Out sick for the past month and a half or so, maybe even, yeah, probably about a month and a half. And this was his first game back, and he pumped in a goal and an assist. So I thought that was a gutsy performance by him on Thursday night. Interesting. All right. So that was Mara? Yeah, Jared Mara. All right. All right. Jared? 27. 27. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, we had some, uh, let's go through really quickly since we had some, we had three instead of five WCHL games over the weekend. Uh, that had a little bit of an impact on uh, the standings, but not much. Um, Arizona is still in first place in the WCHL. They have, uh, their, remember we go by 
games, I don't know what we say, points earned percentage. I call yeah, it win percentage. Per- yeah, points percentage, win percentage, yeah. Whatever. Um, I'm just going to call it win percentage. The heck with what these broadcast nerds call it. <laughs> God. I'm going to have to. If, you know what? Those guys are lucky they're up on that little, you know, the Larry Loveloft at the Blazers Ice Center. <laughs> yeah. Because I can't get my, yeah, I can't get my fat butt up there. But I would, I would get up there and I'd toss them off, giving me a hard time about the win percentage. It's actually points percentage, sir. Yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm a fan of whoever gives you gives you a hard time. So. Yeah, and and people wonder now why I got to cheer up. Okay, come on, <laughs> jeez. Okay, Arizona is in first place at the end of the fall semester. They've played eleven games. They've uh, won seven of them outright, one in overtime, and um, so they have a point seven two eight point seven two seven win percentage. Oklahoma is in second place. They have uh, played 12 games. They've won six of them outright, two of them in overtime or a shootout. And uh, so they're in second place with a .61. Arizona State is in third place with a .58. Central Oklahoma is in fourth place, playing the most games this semester, 15 games, 15 conference games with five left to go. They have a .511 winning percentage. And then comes Missouri State in fifth place, a point. Let me, I got to get a little closer look, a .39 winning percentage. Yep. Colorado State is in sixth place at the .37, and Colorado is rounding out the rest of the conference, number seven, with a uh, .185. The nice thing is um, Colorado has, they've earned a total of five points. They had the one win at Missouri State, and then they lost a shootout to Oklahoma, and then they lost a uh, this overtime game to CSU. To CSU, yeah. So they've got five points. Uh, Colorado State has ten. Missouri State has thirteen. Oklahoma, uh, Central Oklahoma, and Arizona State are actually tied. They have twenty three points each, but uh, they played different amounts of games. Oklahoma has twenty two points, but they've played only twelve games, and then Arizona has the most points. Barely, they've, they've earned 24 league points, but they've only played 11 games. So that's why their win percentage is higher. It's higher, yep. Yeah, so there we go. All right, so there's our WCHL standings, and we've got Andrew's three stars. What next? What next? We have rankings. We, we have rankings. We didn't have a ranking over the Thanksgiving holiday. We, You and I, we ranked Thanksgiving, but we didn't rank the teams. Yeah, you know, more important things. There you go. Yeah, we ranked side dishes and desserts. But uh, so let's uh, refresh everybody's recollection, refresh everybody's memory. Arizona, uh, before the holiday, was ranked number five by the computer. UCO was ranked number eight. Oklahoma was number 12. Arizona State was number 15. Missouri State was number 22. Colorado State was number 31. And the computer said Colorado was number 44. So five of the seven WCHL teams were in the top 25. Um, Andrew... Our good friend, the wizard, the ranking wizard himself, all hat, no cape, has issued his very unofficial uh, prognostications for this upcoming ranking period. And it and it doesn't look good, does it? No bueno for the uh, for the Western Collegiate Hockey League. That's for sure. Uh, all eight teams are going to drop spots. Yeah. I, how about that? I even gave I. We only have seven teams, but I, I was so it, that was so bad. It was so depressing. I gave us an extra team, and they dropped too. 
Jeez, all seven teams are going to drop spots, apparently, according to uh, our friend, the uh, the ranking wizard. Um, Arizona will drop from number five to number eight. They're going to lose three spots in the ranking. UCL will drop from number eight to number 12. They're going to drop four spots. Oklahoma is predicted to drop five spots from number 12 to number 17. Arizona State will drop four spots from number 15 to number 19. Missouri State is going to take a free fall. Uh, after that weekend that they just had, they're going to go from 22 to 33, a total of 11 spots difference. Wow. That's uh, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Colorado State's going to drop uh, – uh, they're going to drop eight spots. They're tied for 38th, uh, but they lose the tiebreaker, so they'll end up in 39th. So uh, they'll drop from 31 to 39. And then Colorado's going to fall from uh, 44 to 53. So – um, as the wizard told me via text earlier today, he said the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League is about to get adjusted in this new ranking. <laughs> yeah, it'll. The good thing about it is it'll all work itself out in the end. Well, that's the truth. All you got to do is keep winning, and we have um, yep. with nationals coming so late in March, we have like an extra two or three weeks to uh, to to make a move. So. Right now, it looks like if um, those rankings are uh, the rankings are issued on. Let's see, we're gonna the next ranking will be issued Wednesday, December eleventh. So if those rankings hold true to form, it looks like we're only going to be able to get three uh, WCHL teams into the nationals field: number eight Arizona, number twelve UCO, number seventeen Oklahoma. But let's, as you say, Andrew, we got plenty of time, right? Cheer up, cheer up. Plenty of time. Cheer up. The theme for today is cheer up. Don't be so friggin' depressed. That's right. And uh, we've got plenty of time to make things better. Plenty of, a lot, a lot of hockey to solo play, right? <laughs> a lot of hockey is right. All right. Well, hey, um, you know, I'm just kind of sitting here thinking what uh, you've got to have something for us it's in terms of some year-end, or not year-end, but uh, semester-end kind of nuggets of info. I, I do. I have got the leaders at the break. Leader, for lead, the WCHL leaders in terms of like points and statistics or leaders in yeah. terms of like, there's another commissioner. Well, you know, we're, we're not lucky enough for a new commissioner. So Damn. we'll, we'll stick with the one we've got. I was hoping you Santa know. would have brought my wish, made my wish come true. You know, we, right now we've got like a Ford Pinto and you know, we could, <laughs> we could at least, at least upgrade to like a Mustang or something like that. But yeah, we'll, we'll a convertible Mustang, we'll, a white convertible yeah. Mustang. Rag yeah, top. We'll, we'll, well, yeah, we'll we'll stick with the Pinto for now, I guess. Yeah. Chuck, I, I think you've got more like a Yugo myself, but uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, lay, lay, lay some wonders on us. All right, so leaders at the break for goals scored. Our our top three we have at number three Josh Bell from Missouri State coming in with six goals. Then we have a tie for second place with Clayton Lackey and Brendan Studioso from Arizona State, both scoring 10 goals apiece. And then the leader in the clubhouse, Elliot Plord from Arizona State with 13 goals scored. Are you serious? Wow. It, yeah, so that's pretty impressive right there. Those those three guys, they play on the same line, 6-11-19, so they have 33 goals amongst themselves. Just, yeah, it gets better. Just, yeah, just stick around. It gets way better. And the number three goal scorer in the conference only has six goals? That's what it said. Going through my stats today. Are you sure about that? How funky uh, are your stats? 
I, I, they came right from the ACHA. So you, you, I mean, Andrew, I, come on. You're not. I got. You're, you're not. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you, dude. I've got the. I have got the trusty little stat sheets right here in my hand. All right, all right. I'm gonna believe you. Right I'm, from the ACHA. Right from I'm, the horse's mouth. All right, all right. So. <laughs> 13, 10, 10, and 6. Yep. All, All right. right. Suck it to us. Ne- next for players with assist. Once again, uh, coming in at number three, Brendan Studioso from Arizona State with 18 assists on the semester. Okay. Number two is Elliot Plord from Arizona State with 19 assists. And then we have a tie at the top between Josh Bell of Missouri State and Clayton Lockie of Arizona State, both scoring 21 assists on the semester. Andrew, did you only look at like two teams worth of stats or something? Hey, there's, there, you're going to notice a theme here when I get done. <laughs> well, oh, okay. I, I thank you. All right. Well, let's hear, let's get, <laughs> let's get to it. But I want to circle back to your goal scorers because I think we might've had a bust, but, uh, Okay. Uh, but okay. Well, so could... keep keep. Let's please continue. Please continue. All right. So our points here. It shows Brendan Studioso from Arizona State at twenty eight. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. Yeah, Clayton Lackey at Arizona State with thirty one points. Oh God. And coming in first, leading everybody is Elliot Plord at Arizona State with thirty two points. Wow. So I was a little questionable on my stats when I saw the goals, now that you bring it up, because there was a little great little portal at the beginning of the season that you could go to. It was through the Point Streak website, and it would show team streaks and goal-scoring streaks and all kinds of cool little tidbits of information. And then, oh, I don't know, probably third weekend, fourth weekend of the the season, it just went away. (laughs) It's a blank page. (laughs) It just disappeared so, on you. Uh, so now if you go to the ACHA website and you click on scoring leaders, it'll mm-hmm. give you all these little, all these little, it's the top 40. Let's see top 50, but there's quite a few kids that are it, tied at like 26 points or, or whatever. Right. So it only give you X amount of points. So, uh, okay. So hoping that's right. That's where I got my information from. So if that's, if, if this isn't right, if I'm talking, if anybody knows differently, don't don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I just got the best info I could, right? Well, um, okay. Um, are, are you are you done, or can we can we can we burst this bubble here really quick? All right. Well, what do we got for goals here? Um, I'm looking at Niall Mills from Central Oklahoma with 11. I'm looking at Josh Pusar from University of Oklahoma, your University of Oklahoma Sooners, with nine. So I'm not trying to take anything away from your number three guy, Josh Bell, number six. No, but what I will say is this is this is um, a pretty good little um, indication as to how crappy the uh, Point Streak website is. Mm, um, yeah. So what Niles Mills had what eleven? He had a, he has eleven goals, twelve assists. Um, uh, tell me tell me again your assist leaders. Uh, assist leaders were Clayton Lackey and Josh Bell at twenty one. Yep. Elliot Plord and is at 19 and Brendan Studioso at 18. Really? Okay. All right. Well, I'm not going to, uh, I, I don't have anything to uh, compete with that. Graydon Hole from UCO has 17 and Dominic Colbeans from UCO has 14. So that's close, yeah, uh, yeah. but it's, uh, doesn't meet those thresholds, but let, let's, 
um, you know, your 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 uh, let's put a caveat on the rest of your stats here because they are subject to the poor quality of the Point Streak website. There you go. You know, uh, Point Streak. By God, when they first came out back in the '90s, was it the '90s, Andrew? Yeah, it's been a while. When they came back out in the '90s, I remember. And this is gonna. This is probably we're getting way way afar from the WCHL thing, and, and we'll come back to your stats in a second. But um, just allow me a quick rant. In the '90s, when the I was following hockey with the Central Hockey League here in uh, the the Midwest, you know, we would literally have to wait until the next day's newspaper came out to find out what the score was of the Memphis Wichita game or the Fort Worth Dallas game. Um, The internet was in its infancy and we only, it only uh, uh, once, you know, we, there was a a mailing list that went out there and um, that was uh, the the great source of information because we'd have uh, folks from Memphis get on and say, Hey, Memphis beat Tulsa tonight, you know, six to three. And, you know, knuckleheads like myself from Oklahoma city would get on and say, Hey, we beat Wichita, you know, four to three, you know, it was a line brawl. Um, Point streak filled uh, a niche. Um, I don't know. It was 95, 96, something along those lines. They came around and, um, uh, all of a sudden, it started to be like real-time scoring. Yep, um, I remember that. And it was awesome. And it was awesome. And it still kind of is awesome. However, when they built that system, and this is just me, I know nothing about computers, but they didn't, It's this is just my two cents, they didn't build it so they could scale anything. They could make it bigger. Instead, they right. built it more like a foil, like an aluminum foil ball, and they patched more patches on top of it. Right. And so right. um, a, a perfect indication right now as to what we're talking about is you, what you just mentioned, the ACHA scoring website. If you go to scoring leaders and you click on the goals column, it should show all of the goal scoring leaders. It should. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. And you should be able to, from all 70 ACHA teams. And unfortunately what we're finding out through this little exercise is that it does not list it is not Niall Mills from Central Oklahoma. So it's missing a team. It doesn't. It missed Josh Pusar from Oklahoma. So it's yeah, cause there. Yeah, yeah. Because I literally, I literally brought the sheets with me to the house, and yeah, going through it there. And you know, sometimes you'll miss it because they're small font and it's down through here. But yeah, yep, going, yep. glancing back over it there. They Niles Mills, Josh Pusar, they have they have been completely missed. Yeah, and it's and it's Andrew. I, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to this. I don't want this to no. sound like I'm I'm ragging on you. I'm not because it's I'm, no, no, I'm ragging no, no, no. This, I'm ragging on Point Streak. It's just yeah, frustrating it's, because it is. And, and I know I've talked about this with Steve Cass and the Missouri State broadcaster a few times because we enter the the stats just once when you know more inside baseball. Everybody text text me. Um, the score sheets from the games, and I'm the guy who puts it into the system. And I put it in there just once, but yep. depending on how you access those stats, whether you, you do it through the it ACHA like, website or through the Point Streak website or through another portal, use let's say the Point Streak app on the telephone, you can get different reports. Three, yeah, three different results, right? Yes, and it's just maddening. It is absolutely yeah, no, maddening. Because the one thing that and the one thing that I that I find frustrating is we all know these kids don't get enough exposure and they don't get enough of that limelight for what they do, right? Yep. And and we know these kids play just as hard as anybody else does. NCAA ranks or anything, right? These kids play just as hard and they get 
they get half the half to not even half the amount of limelight that the that the big kids do and yep. the one thing the one one piece of justice that i think we could do all of these kids that play in the acha is make sure we have correct stats right where it's you know if a kid wants to go in if he's having a good season if you know let's just pick on josh pusar if he's having a great season he should be able to go into the website and, and look up i've played 20 games and i've scored 25 goals yep. yep and and that's and that's the way it should be right you sh- these things should be accurate for these kids and just to give them a little bit of that shine some light on them is for what they deserve right absolutely i think you know this is just me i think those people at point streak they were probably uh uh hitting this stuff a little too hard hitting the bong maybe they were drinking the bong water um and they just weren't thinking things through it's just absolutely maddening andrew it is it is um because uh here you are you're 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 doing a great thing by doing some year end some semester end stats and uh it's it's fault because you know or it's it's you know incomplete because the morons i shouldn't say that because they're good i know that there's some good folks down there playing up but man it's just maddening it is yeah it's frustrating right it is frustrating and here's the other thing that's just frustrating now it was point streak and then it got bought out it was point streak originally in vancouver and then it got bought out by a company in in toronto and then it got bought out by Jerry Jones, who owns the uh, Dallas uh, Cowboys, and it was uh, it became part of Blue Star Sports. Yep. And now, and then it even went to something else, and now it's part of Stack Sports, which is all down there in the Dallas Fort Worth area. In fact, when you when you at, at the national tournament, I mean, the headquarters for Point Streak is a hop, skip, and a jump away from the uh, main arena that we're going to be playing yes. at. Just- just a golf shot down the road. And the thing that's even more maddening, Andrew, is one of the former general manager for the University of Colorado Buffalo is a great guy named, um, uh, well, I don't want to name him. He's a, because uh, I don't want to, this isn't his fault at all, but he's inside Point Streak, and he gets the ACHA, and he gets the WCHL. And it's just maddening because they yeah. can't, they can't, they, they, as I said, they can't scale things up. Oh. Yeah, and that's and like this should be like each you should be able to go in there and look and get get accurate stats, right? Even even for the fans at home that yep. want to that are that are maybe tuning into a OU UCO game because they they know it's going to be a good game, they should be able to pull it up and see, hey, you know, here's here's UCO's roster, here's what they've done, you know, here's here's their goaltender Alex Henry, here's his here's his stats, here's OU's goaltender, their stats, you know, this is going to be a great duel and. I don't know that you can really do that, right? Yeah, it's just maddening. maddening. Yeah. All right. So, what other what other uh, end of the year stats do you have? Now that I've completely just gritched everything up for you, Andrew, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. No. No. So let's so let's do this. So according to ACHA and Point Streak, we're going to shine some light on the goaltenders now. Ooh. Okay. So according to those guys, save percentage wise, at number three is Bronson Moore with ninety one point eight percent save percentage. Okay. And I do know that there was quite a few goaltenders in here. A couple, couple of kids that are backups that played five games and seven games and stuff like that. So I kind of, I kind of looked over them because um, I know Bronson's a starter. And then we go number two with Alex Henry, the starter at UCO. He is at a ninety-two point three save percentage. Wow. And then we'll go uh, up to number one, Anthony Churro, the starter for the University of Arizona. It shows him at a ninety-three point six percent. Uh, save percentage. Yeah. See, now those those three make perfect sense, right? Because those are yeah. th- those are the three yeah. horses for 
you know, yeah, they're three now, teams. Now, I will shine some lights. The UCO backup, CJ Wednick, and um, I believe it was Nolan Belichick, maybe. Uh-huh. Nathan Sievertson. He's he's in there. Um, you know, he's got a .923, so he's in there. Okay. But I, I know they don't they get limited time up against the rest of these starters, so I wanted to shine some light on the starters that are carrying some of the weight here. Very nice. Very nice. And then, and then uh, our goals against uh, average leaders uh, coming in at number four is Alex Henry with a 2.65 goals against average. Okay. And then coming in in third place is Nolan Bilchick. From Arizona State, it's showing him as a 2.39 goals uh, against average. T- time out, time out. Bibbs is from U of A. Don't. Oh, did I mess that up? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to get, Ooh. those are fighting words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, my mistake, my mistake. Oversight on my part there, there you right? Go. So Henry and Bibblechick from Arizona. Yep, and then Phil Babbitt, OU, with a 2.25. And then, and then leading the way, Anthony Churro from U of A with a 1.71. Wow. And this is all according to the ACHA point streak stats. <laughs> let's, let's, let's clear that one up real quick. Let's put a huge asterisk there, huh? Yes, right? Yes. <laughs> well, well, I guess that's a good little segue into our gritches. Boy. I like it. There, yeah, was, yeah. there was just one big gritch right there. It's all about point streak. Man, yeah. how, how, that's just so maddening. Just You would think that one of the easiest things that, especially after – what they've been around now almost twenty five years. Yeah, think simple. Oh, should be, should be a simple little computer code, right? A short little algorithm that could that could pull all that stuff together for them. You yeah, would think. yeah. Well, the problem the problem is, I said the the problem is they they didn't they did not build their original. I don't know. I, I was going to say program or algorithm or I don't. I, I have no clue what compute to talk computery. So I'm, I'll I'll just say they did not build their original product so that it could be scaled up. So now instead of making uh, six chocolate chip cookies, they can make two hundred and six chocolate chip cookies easily. You know. Yeah. Um. Now they they had to build more ovens and more cookie sheets and more all the rest of the stuff and it's just it's just a mess. I literally the the best thing I can do instead of thinking of it um like a a roll of aluminum foil is they've just created a foil ball and all they do is they put another piece of foil on top of it and make it yep. bigger to patch the hole. Yep. They're like the little Dutch boy. They they plug the, they 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 fix this need but they don't think about the future. So maybe they'll maybe they'll call us one day and ask us what we'd like to change on about their stuff. Hmm, how about this? There are other computer vendors out there. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I know there is. Mm-hmm. But hey, what do we, what do we know? This is coming from a professional Zam driver and a uh, an adulty little uh, hockey league commissioner, right? What do we know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we might we might know a little something. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, what what do you have any gritches for me? I have a couple. Uh, yeah, Sock I have it. one. Sock it to me. And, and that would be that people that hang around hockey rinks and come and go and all that, they need to, and this is kind of people in general. They need to go? <laughs> well, yeah, they need to leave. No, they need to get out of here. No. Go. <laughs> they, people need to learn how to stay in their own lane and, con- and control what they can control. <laughs> Oh, I feel a specific example coming on. 
Oh, no, I'm not giving any examples. Not going to throw anybody <laughs> under the bus. Can control what you can control and stay in your own lane. That's my that's my gripe of the week right there. Uh, can I go out on a limb? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> uh, does this have to do with a hockey parent, perhaps, maybe staying in their own lane? Yeah, hockey parents and hockey, hockey parents. And, yeah, yeah, okay, and, all right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What else? So stay in your own lane, damn it. Stay in your own lane. Yeah. Get out. Get off my lawn. No. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, cheer up. Come on. This is yeah, the happy yeah. podcast. Oh, here, we, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> so that is, that is my main gripe of the week right there. Really? All right. All right. Well, I was going to just complain about all the screw ups by the dumb commissioner because he's uh, you know. him and his unforced errors that, uh, uh, don't need to happen. So I don't, I don't even know if that's really a gripe anymore. I think that's just kind of more of a norm. We, oh, this is just what we, God, what I hope we come not. to expect. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. You know, I was, I had my list here. Gripes. I was like, Oh, you know, their headlights. I'm driving home tonight and headlights are too damn bright. These new headlights are all in my face and I can't stand that. And yeah. then I've, you know, driving through and I see uh, oh, these Christmas lights. Andrew, I know you have your Christmas lights up. You've had them up since like the 4th of July. Oh, um, yeah. But, you know, you see these houses that have Christmas lights uh, and they wrap their entire tree, their gutters, their pots, their pans and Christmas lights. And it's just so annoying. <laughs> you know, I wish you'd just trim the house with Christmas lights. And, uh, you know, I've got, oh. I've got two I've got two trees in my front yard. They're both wrapped to the gills. Oh, that's, that's just annoying. I'm going to I have it. I have a nice chainsaw. I'm going to come cut those trees down. Oh, boy. I'm, I can see both of them right now. I'm staring at them for you. I, I came in, in uh, to, to my little neighborhood, and, uh, you know, I live in, like, McMansion Villa. Oh, yeah. Um, and so uh, uh, there's this one place that looks like Six Flags Over Texas, and it just has all the lights are different colors. So never mind Christmas colors. It's yellow, brown, black, you know, it's all dumb, stupid, non-Christmas colors. Yeah. But they have their hedges, they have their tree, they have their mailbox, they have all sorts of stuff just covered in lights. And I'm like, people, don't you, <laughs> you know, you've got more money than sense. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. Oh, boy. So, anyways, those are my gun of gritches. But uh, I go. was going to say those, but, boy, then I went off on that point streak rant. And uh, <laughs> I think yeah. we... I think we covered our points, didn't we? Well, we 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 need to cheer up, Andrew. That's what I was told. Yeah. I was told, Chris, you need to cheer up, buddy. Yeah, we need to, we need to end the podcast here by singing Kumbaya together or something. <laughs> well, we got a little bit of news coming up. Um, I I, I just want to say um, uh, thanks to uh, some of the good folks that that uh, approached us uh, at the hockey games that we were at here over the past yep. weekend. Uh, specifically, I want to say uh, a special hello out there to Lee Tyner. I know he was. Uh, um, had some uh, comments uh, regarding the, the volume and some uh, issues that uh, he was perceiving with the with the podcast. And he also just, he had a nice little quip that I, I wish I could remember. It was something about, he was listening to us as he was driving to or from the casino. Yep. And he yep. said that it was cheaper to listen to us than it was to go to the casino. So uh, yeah, was, uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly how he worded it, but it was along those lines. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't lose money listening to the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. There you go. We have a plus. Um, the uh, on a personal note, I just want to say thank you to uh, the two photographers from uh, both the University of Oklahoma and uh, the University of Central Oklahoma, Betsy Timken up at UCO and Candace Riley at OU. 
Uh, both of them are, uh, number one, they're excellent photographers, but number two, yes. they're um, very courteous and uh, they, they've allowed us, me, the WCHL, to use their photographs um, uh, freely. So I just want to say thank you to those two ladies. Um, and we'll be hopefully updating the uh, WCHL website here pretty quickly. Yeah, and I would say, with a slight bias, I would say that they're probably the two best in the in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I follow everybody else on social media, and I don't really see an awful lot of pictures. Uh, yeah. From from other teams, I'm sure they're there. I'm sure they're out there. Um, yeah, but, and uh, I know. Uh, I know Betsy Timken. She's been up there at UCO for for a number of years now, and she's. She's always been good and, yep. and great at capturing the game and and recording it for time's time's sake, right? And uh, and we ran into Candace. She she was shooting games for the junior team that plays here in Oklahoma City forever. And I had seen a bunch of her work, and she gets some really cool shots and all that. And she came available this season. And and somebody asked me, and I was like, "Sure, we want her." I was like, "Get her, get her on board because she she does some she does some cool action photos and and some cool behind the." Andrew, before we so rudely got interrupted there due to uh, technical difficulties, you were you were praising uh, uh, Candace Riley and uh, yep. all of her stuff. I, I think what happened was Andrew, all of those damn Christmas lights blew your router out. Oh, it probably did. Yeah, blew some fuses here at the house for sure. Jeez, <laughs> jeez. All right. Well, um, anything else that uh, of interest that you want to uh, that you want to you add? You know what? I don't. Think I think we have beat this thing to death. I don't have anything else for you. Well, I got one little thing. Um, I've been recycled through the ACHA. I, you know, I've I've held a, a, a number of positions with the ACHA, but um, they came to me the other day and asked me to sign on for another uh, for another run of helping them out. So, oh boy, so they were desperate. <laughs> boy, isn't that the truth? Couldn't couldn't find anybody else. <laughs> they couldn't find another sucker, <laughs> so they came to me. And um, yeah, so I'm uh, dealing with their communications, press releases, website, that kind of stuff. So oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice. What was the what was the guy that we met in at Nationals that was the head of communications? Tobin. Tobin Ernst Tobin. from yeah. Angles Angles PR in Phoenix, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. If anybody needs uh, some great public relations, uh, give Tobin Ernst a call. E R N S T. He's pretty awesome. Yeah, he was he was a super nice guy when I met him out there. Super nice guy, and apparently they think uh, they they traded down from a super nice guy uh, named Tobin <laughs> to uh, a dopey commissioner like my, like me. So cheer up, everybody! Right. Cheer up, right? Yeah, cheer up. You're well, in good hands. You're gonna you're gonna be spending the entire time down at nationals this year again. Oh, I think so. I think that's what it means. I probably have to suffer with like watching. Men's Division Three and Women's Two, or something like that. Oh, that you shouldn't be suffering there. That should be that should be good quality stuff, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, it it it'll be good. I, I give it a hard time. I'm kind of a men's Division One snob, and uh, you know that's, yeah. that's that's what I've been uh, that's what I've been labeled as, and I've been labeled as the Antichrist by uh, uh, some folks in the ACHA. But I'll I'll, I'll wear that badge proudly. That's yeah, all right. Nothing yeah. wrong with that, right? Yeah. Papa Emeritus the fourth, <laughs> Christopher Perry. There you go. <laughs> all righty, hot dog. Well, let's uh, get us out of here. Say we, we, we're, we're going to come back, even though it's the fall semester and there are no more games for the rest of 2019. We're still going to keep doing the podcast, aren't we? 
We are. We are. We're going to keep boring these people. I think we'll uh, – we'll, I know we've got uh, another player interview uh, in the can that we're going to unleash on people sometime pretty quick. It's another one of Oklahoma's uh, – uh, players, so Andrew should be happy, and then we're gonna we're gonna get some Missouri State and some Central Oklahoma folks on here pretty soon. Um, I got my chops busted earlier today by Michael Rivera, the head coach at UCO, because I was asking him about uh, popping onto the podcast, and he goes, "Perry, you got a podcast?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, I do." And he goes, "I ah, just," you, he goes, "You walked right into that one. Come on, I had to get had to bust you on that," and he did. So i like it i think we're gonna have like Mike, we're gonna try to have michael on here and uh we talk about uh what's happened with him and taking on the uh the helmet uco here in the yeah. midstream in this semester yeah it's been it's been a crazy semester of hockey that's for sure coaching changes and lots of back and forth games it's been it's been interesting second semester has a lot to live up to here i think in in, in much like your connection i think it's kind of gotten a little uh, frazzled here at the end of the semester we need we need to recharge that's right. That's right. So we'll 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 continue boring you folks, and I think Andrew, we're, we'll have some uh, end of the semester. You gave us some stats. We'll come up with some. Uh, maybe next time we'll do some Andrew, some midseason Andrew awards or something like mid-season that. Midseason awards. There you go. I like there it. There you go. All right. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody for listening to the WCHL podcast. We want to follow. Uh, interested in following the WCHL um, we're on Twitter at Western CHL it's also on Facebook but who cares about that and then uh, it's on Western CHL we're going to be updating that with some fancy new uh, photographs pretty soon Andrew I think the time is nigh so let's let's get on out of here what do you say well, let's get on out of here well I tell you what all the players know it. good luck with finals everybody have a great holiday season and we will catch you on the flip side